In today's episode of the podcast, the Foundation's Global Partners Lead for Europe, Hugh McCann, is in conversation with Luigi Riccardo from one of our partners, Italian financial services company Intesa San Paolo. Why did a bank become interested in the circular economy and how did they embed their idea across more than 50,000 of their employees? Hugh started by asking Luigi, what's his background and who exactly are Intesa San Paolo? Uh, well, I'm, uh, I, I haven't a, a traditional banker profile, I would say. My background is in industrial engineer uh, and I'm really passionate about open innovation processes. So all the processes connected to how to bring innovation inside uh, our clients and how to disrupt the business model and their products. Uh, for sure, I'm also really passionate about the circular economy concept. I joined in 2016 the Circular Economy team in Intesa San Paolo Innovation Center, which is the company dedicated to innovation inside the bank and with uh, banks' clients. Uh, well, and uh, I, I have to say that I'm really excited to be part of, the, of this journey inside, inside the bank. Uh, about Intesa San Paolo, well, we, uh, Intesa is the largest bank in Italy by market share and uh, uh, capitalization. Uh, we have also a strong European scale, I would say. Um, in Italy, we have more than uh, 3,000 uh, branches uh, with 12 million of clients. Uh, and uh, at international level, we have more than 1,000 branches with 7 million of clients. Yeah, so 25% of your branches actually aren't in Italy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, um, we are in 25 countries abroad, especially in the main countries where the Made in Italy is strong and where uh, companies, Italian companies work, such as uh, you know, in United States, uh, Brazil, India, Russia, China. China. Yeah. yeah, we like to say that Intesa is a, a real economy bank. Okay. We support the real economy. Um, the large part of our clients are SMEs, small medium enterprises, and uh, uh, like for example, little artisans also. So uh, for us, circular economy is not only a marketing strategy, let's say, or a sustainability strategy. It's uh, really a business priority for the company uh, with a strategic relevance. Uh, in fact, the circular economy is inside our business plan 2018-2021. And we truly believe that with the circular economy, we can tackle environmental issues uh, while boosting our clients' competitiveness. But wh why now? Why, why the urgency? Because, you know, why, why not wait for another few years? What, yeah, what's what's yeah. really driving this? Well, I truly believe that circular economy is not anymore a trend of the future. I truly believe that there is a lot of circular economy practices of circular products, of circular business model uh, already happening now. So the concept of circularity is gaining uh, big attention from the financial industry, uh, especially from the banking industry. This is because in a single sentence, circular economy for finance uh, means to de-risk our credit portfolio. With the circular economy, we're so de-risking the credit portfolio of a bank. Exactly. So that is the loans that you have lent out to different businesses. Exactly. With okay. the circular economy, we truly believe that we can decrease the uh, risk level of our uh, asset portfolio. Okay, so that means decreasing the chance that someone doesn't repay their loan. 
Exactly. That is exactly the definition of credit risk. I can give you uh, some example about this. Let's think about the credit risk uh, divided into three main components. Okay. For example, we have operational risk, uh, we have market risk, and we have regulatory risk. Okay. For the operational risk is the risk that a company uh, cannot uh, make profit anymore in, their, in, in its environment for operational reason. Uh, I can give you an ex a really concrete example here. Uh, a couple of days ago, we had in Italy a really huge uh, natural disaster in Venice. Uh, we had there a huge flood uh, caused, caused by uh, a couple of days of heavy rain uh, with almost mm, two meters of water in the city. I mean, two meters. I'm okay. one. 85. Yeah, so I'm on 85 as well. So yeah. we're talking about, like we wouldn't be able to walk around. We'd be swimming around. We exactly. Yeah. Okay, that's, a, that's, really that's pretty serious. A yeah. huge quantity of water in the city. Let's yeah. think about people living in Venice and companies yeah. working and making profit in yeah. Venice. The tourist industry, the hotels, the gift exactly. shops, and, and all the industry in, in the area. And what about you know the loans and mortgages connected to the people and to the companies living there? So this is why the bank decided to suspend. Uh, that uh, financial products, mm -hmm. loans and mortgages for people and companies in Venice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is absolutely the right thing that uh, we, we, we did. Uh, but that kind of products are not uh, financially performed anymore, you know, and this is a problem. So this is um, the operational risk that I was talking about. So how to decouple our business model of a bank from the risks of to be uh, operative for our clients uh, related, for example, to the impacts of climate change, as the example of Venice. Uh, then and, these, and the climate change doesn't just affect Venice, it affects supply chains across the world. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, for example, another concrete uh, idea is about the regulatory side, the regulatory risk. Uh, what is the risk? connected to companies that failing to be compliant with new regulations, with new laws connected to the circular economy. For example, uh, we saw by the newly formed European Commission all these ideas about new green, the Green New Deal. So we expect to have important regulations connected to the uh, consumption of uh, uh, virgin materials in Europe, for example. But in Italy, for example, also we had the government pushing um, a plastic tax uh, about virgin plastic materials that uh, are used in Italy uh, that is very connected to the idea of a carbon tax. So you pay more taxes, more uh, are the materials, the plastic materials that you use. And this will impact especially, you know, products that will cost more and consumers that will pay more for yeah. that plastic products. So if a company don't, you know, um, if a company doesn't uh, uh, anticipate this mm. kind of new regulation, new laws with investment in its facilities, uh, this will be a problem for the company. So how the company can uh, give back money that asked to the bank if it can't control the environment and the mm. ecosystem mm. around itself. Mm. This is why we say that the circular economy is uh, a way to decouple 
the risk management from the uh, asset allocation management. Okay, we've got, a, we've got a question here from Kevin. Yeah. Um, if the circular economy is a real opportunity, why does it need to be treated differently by a bank? Yeah, this is a quite uh, interesting question. Uh, I, I have to say that we are living a transition. Uh, it's easy to say that the first role that a bank should have is to provide credit. But before, before to provide credit to companies and to support the circular economy transition, mm. we need to create the knowledge and the culture inside mm. the company mm -hmm. with our top management mm. around the circular economy mm -hmm. in order to you know, clearly identify what are the opportunities for the bank, for our business model connected to the circular economy. I, I feel that we are living a first phase of this transition where there are incentives to the circular economy. Also from a financial perspective, we launched last year a circular economy platform to provide credit. I, can, I will talk more uh, deeper uh, later about this. But we will see, I believe, a second phase in the transition where is not incentive uh, the circular economy, but is the linear economy that will be taxes, taxed more, you know, like the plastic tax in Italy. Uh, this could be the discussion around how to accelerate the transition towards a new economy, a new economic model. So we're talking about the role, um, we're talking about de-risking a bank's portfolio of loans yeah. And, and that's what the bank wants to do. It's kind of the primary objective. Um, and also, to, to, to address that, the bank has developed a, a circular economy credit facility. Yeah. And I, I know the audience will be really keen to, to learn more about this, but I think what's, what's really been exciting uh, working alongside yourself and the team is about the journey. You know, I remember meeting your, your chief innovation officer, yeah. your, your, your CEO, Carlo Messina, with Max Tallini, um, the head of, of Circular Economy with RCO Andrew Morley and Ellen, Ellen herself, Ellen MacArthur. So tell us, you know, how, what, how has that journey been? You know, where did it start? You know, what has been exciting? What has been tough? And what steps did you take to get to where you are today to launch this 5 billion euro Circular Economy uh, credit facility yeah. in September last year? Yeah, yeah. No, I have to say that so far, it has been really an amazing journey inside the company. We started with a very small team, only three people. In Which was, by the way, for most people who are implementing circular economy, will be three times the size. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we say, we say small, but just, yes, it might have felt like small, but it was saying giant to some people. Okay, yes. okay. Anyway, okay. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll let you keep going. We, we started with this task force on the circular economy uh, working in 2016 inside the Innovation Center because the circular economy has been recognized as an innovative trend for our clients, for banks' clients. Uh, we started uh, creating, first of all, the culture around the circular economy, uh, identifying what... The culture within the bank. Exactly, yeah. with our colleagues, with our top management. So far, we uh, gave access to an online course in Italian about the circular economy to 50,000... Online course. Online course, yeah. yes. To 50,000 colleagues. That is, you know... Uh, so how many people do you have at the bank? How many employees do you have? We, we have in Italy more or less, uh, less 60,000 people. Okay, so nearly uh, everyone. Exactly, exactly. 
Um, and then we, for example, we collaborated with our talent program, man, talent program uh, inside the bank to train about circular economy, the managers of the future inside the bank. So I think that the first step is to create the right culture. And this is what we did with a, such task force three years and a half ago. Uh, then we gave, we, we collected a huge commitment from our top management. Okay, just, just before we yeah. get to the top management, we, let's keep to, to, to the, the, the staff, you know, the, the, the 50,000. You know, why, why run training for all the staff? You know, why do they need to know about this? Because, you know, circular economy is changing the world. Uh, I, I want to, you know, go around, walk around on the street, and if you ask to 10 people uh, what is a circular economy, if, you, if they ever heard about circular economy, I truly believe that today, maybe half of that people, w uh, at least once in their life, have heard about circular economy. If you uh, did that three years ago, maybe one or two people uh, answers with, uh, with uh, you know, a positive answers. So also for us, you know, having this huge amount of colleagues of people working in the bank, we can also have an impact, not, not only as a, a credit company, a, a company that provides credit to, to other companies. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I think that's, that's yeah. what this is here for. I mean, when, when I think of a bank and most people in the audience think of the bank, they think banks lend money. But there's a lot more that a bank can play in the circular Absolutely. economy transition. And you, you have it outlined here. Maybe we can just, um, without ruining uh, the flow of where you started and where you went, but maybe we can just, just no, no, very, quickly very, just, very quick. just talk about the difference. Very quick. For sure, the bank, uh, you know, the most common role of a bank is to provide credit and is the, the business and finance uh, square, let's say. But having this... A huge systemic impact in Italy and around the world. We are working also, you know, to create the culture and mm -hmm. train our uh, colleagues, but also exter uh, ex the external environment of the bank. We collaborate uh, with the universities, research centers. We uh, had. Uh, uh, is this uh, is this kind of the next step then? The universities and the research centers, or were they part of the learning, the development of the learning? The development of the learning for sure, but also you know we help them to train more than six of students in Italy knowing more about the circular economy and uh, keeping the ambition of the circular economy high. You know, the keywords, we, we all know that the keyword for the circular economy is redesign, redesign products, redesign business models. It is- And Italy as well, when people think of it, Italy, one of the things that people think of is design. It's, it's the, the, the beautiful Ferraris, the, 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 the Fiat 500s would chirp yeah. around the street. You know, there's a real, you know, the beautiful clothes. You know, it's such a strong association. I think it's, there's a huge potential here for Italy. Um, Absolutely. We have a huge opportunity in terms of redesign our Made in Italy products to be more circular and to have, you know, a key role in this transition. Finance needs to help with that. Absolutely. And, and let, let's, look, let's just quickly look as well at some of the other uh, pieces yeah, here. Yeah, we, we, we are collaborating, we collaborated in the past three years with uh, the most important stakeholders at institutional level. Uh, for example, the World Economic Forum, 
the European Investment Bank, the foundation. We founded the Circular Economy Italian Alliance with other eight corporates of the Made in Italy in energy, fashion, mobility sector. So we had a role also uh, in, that, in that initiative. We work with the policymakers. Mm. We gave our support to the Italian government. And in terms of sequence, you know, we talked about culture and training. Yeah. And actually, one, one question that come through is, you know, a lot of business have found it hard to reach out uh, with an idea like circular economy to the staff. You know, what was what was your secret? You know, was it top down, bottom up? Did you have some uh, some kind of ambassadors? No, I believe that uh, our secret is to have really. Uh, visionary uh, management inside the company. So that comes with the leadership piece. Exactly. We truly believe that, you know, the circular economy is something very logical. Why we have to use virgin material from the planet if we can close the loop and keep material in use using, uh, you know, something that has been already used from another company uh, and paying maybe uh, less that kind of resource. So it's something very uh, logical for us. So I think that uh, this has been the secret. Uh, also to keep the circular economy inside the innovation center, the innovation area, is not you know, just a matter of sustainability of CSR department that uh, maybe in the large part of companies uh, is like that. In, in Intesa San Paolo, circular economy is something that was born in Innovation Center and now has spread all the uh, business division and also the, uh, uh, mainly, mainly the business division. This is why we launched last year a 5 billion credit facility. Let, let's get to the profound. Yeah. We've, we've talked about the different six boxes, but what, happened, what has happened between you know, creating the culture, the, the assets to, to you know, ex excite your, your peers, and it sounds like having an Innovation Center makes it perhaps feel or sound more exciting to people than, than it coming from maybe more of a, an environmental department. Yeah. But what, what other steps did you take? You know, I, I worked with, uh, with you guys closely and it, it wasn't a straight line. It's never a straight line. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's challenges, there's moments of excitement and frustration. Maybe you can talk to us a bit about like after the culture what are the couple of years between? Yeah, we, we felt that uh, you know we uh, had to have uh, a key role in providing credit for the circular economy. So this is why we founded a dedicated financial product that is the circular economy platform. That is not only a marketing financial product, but you have. Uh, in reality, the most favorable mm. uh, conditions from a financial perspective. Uh, well, we, we started like a startup creating this kind of cultural knowledge around the circular economy inside the company. And then we scaled up inside the business division, uh, saying that, you know, to have more circular clients, we need to accelerate this transition rethinking our financial instruments. Uh, so the circular economy plafond was the first, uh, the first goal of our business plan, and we launched it last year. But Luigi, we're talking about five billion euros here. Yeah. You know, to, I've not seen anything of a similar scale anywhere yet, even, even in the Dutch banks who are progressive and, and, and you know, perhaps your closest competition. <laughs> um, 
How did you manage to convince your leadership? How did you and the team say not 500 million, not 1 billion, not 2 billion, but 5 billion, which is, you know, a percentage of your of your loan portfolio of the bank. Yeah, yeah, we identified this opportunity uh, d doing you know our internal studies and uh, uh, internal expectation about the market. Uh, we launched five billion last year, uh, and as of today, we already financed more than five hundred millions with uh, more than fifty uh, clients for circular projects. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, the interesting part is that the, uh, the, the loan, the financing opportunity is uh, strictly connected to circular projects. We uh, work with you, with the foundation, uh, you know, to define uh, clearly what is the circular economy, how we can measure circularity level of a project. This is why we, uh, together, uh, did these five circular criteria to define every project that uh, entrepreneurs present to us uh, asking for loans, for example. Uh, so you can access to the plafond, you are eligible for the plafond, only if you eligible. have a I circular mean, it's, project. It's slightly, there's a benefit to having a circular project, which is interesting because many companies are, pro, you know, many people are like, well, circular ideas sound riskier, but the way that uh, Intesa has done it doesn't reflect this, or perhaps it's yeah. in the sh you're, they're taking a longer-term view. Perhaps you can expand on that. Yeah, uh, the thing is that to answer to the uh, current uh, challenges in terms of uh, social and environmental challenges, the circular economy is the best answer to that. Uh, we can, you know, design out waste and pollution keep the control of raw materials mm. and give the time to the planet to regenerate their natural capital. So it's not only you know, to redu reduce your impact or be uh, less negative with the ecosystem. The circular concept is to be positive, to give a, a positive impact contribution mm. to the ecosystem, to society, to but, environment. But so, banks, they're not just looking at, you know, they want, it's, you know, people, planet and profit is something you hear often, you know, yeah. you, you, you need the business to be generating revenue, to be sustaining itself. It's not just about doing the right thing, it's about having business. We've, uh, four years ago, uh, circular economy was an idea, um, you shaped the culture yeah. in the organization around circular economy, there's a big role as well around engaging your customers on circular economy does you use just a, a an engagement process that you had with your with your customers over the last uh, you know two three years uh, yeah we we used to uh, meet you know face to face uh, our customers that uh, already has an intention uh, a positive intention uh, to sustainability in general and to uh, discuss with them how to rethink their idea, their uh, innovative you know, product, for example, into a circular thinking, how to redesign their products, their business model uh, to be more circular. Uh, we used to do this, for example, in the Circular Economy Lab, that is a physical space. Uh, and this in was Milan. launched at the same time as the Plafond, wasn't exactly, it? Exactly, one, uh, one year ago. Yeah, yeah. In, in Milan, with the yeah. presence of Andrew and uh, Ellen MacArthur, two yeah. uh, 
uh, it was very exciting day last year. Uh, we have this, uh, this lab uh, working on circular economy with our clients, uh, trying to set up with them and for them uh, in processes uh, around the concept of open innovation. So how to identify the uh, needs in terms of innovation and circular economy of our clients, uh, for example, a new technology or a new material or a new business model for a product, uh, and how to match that need with the offer around the innovation and circular economy that is represented by uh, startups, uh, universities, research centers, for example. We did that with uh, one of uh, our most innovative client in the bioeconomy space, that is Novamont, uh, a leading co Italian company, uh, manufacturer for uh, bioplastic products, uh, bioplastic materials. Uh, with them, we, uh, we, we assessed more than 100 startups and we uh, created 15 matches uh, with a, a, a real contract of collaboration of three months between Novamont and the startup. So uh, it's quite a concrete and solid uh, thing that we are doing in the Circular Economy Lab. This is just because the role of, of a bank is to provide credit for sure, but it's also to accelerate the transition towards knowledge, innovation, technology, policymakers' uh, engagement, uh, research, researches. Uh, we have, uh, uh, I would say, a huge, uh, we, are, we are playing a huge role in the circular economy transition for sure. We're, we're running up against time. We probably have another couple of minutes left. Is there any, anything you want to show us before we wrap up or are you, you happy with what we've covered? Well, I think that we covered all the, all the uh, topics. Uh, I would be happy to share uh, one last final thought about circular economy and uh, uh, I, I will come back to my background of industrial engineer because I see a, a close co collaboration, close uh, interdependency between circular economy and uh, the technology uh, matter, let, let's say, uh, the, you know, the fourth industrial revolution that we are living with uh, digital uh, technology. Uh, I, I think that through the circular economy we can give a purpose, a positive uh, goal to uh, all the investments around the technology and the fourth industrial revolution. I mean, you know, artificial intelligence, machine learning, Internet of Things, smart cities, we have heard a lot about all these things uh, in the past years. I, th I think that you know, circular economy is, is something more strategic than the use of a new technology. In something on how you want to use and for what purpose you want to use that technology. So we can give a purpose, a positive purpose to the fourth industrial revolution with the circular economy uh, for sure for people and for the planet itself. So there it is, a four-year journey and a powerful example of an organisation that has fully bought into the circular economy as an idea both for the present and the future. There's plenty to take in from this session, including how Intesa San Paolo delivered learning tools to 50,000 members of their workforce. It also begins to highlight the pivotal and necessary role that finance can play in scaling circular economy solutions. 
That's our last episode of the Explore the Circular Economy podcast before a break over the holidays. Tune back in from January 6th where we'll start the year with three back-to-back episodes on the circular economy and fashion, including reflections on release recent campaigns in both London and New York, and the incredible story of how a circular fashion brand emerged from two brothers who started the business in their garden shed. As always, please do like, share, rate and subscribe to the Explore the Circle Me podcast. Happy New Year.